Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. All right, here we go. It is the beginning of the weekend. It's the weekend before Christmas. A lot going on today, a lot going on all weekend. I'm Scoot on the air. Glad you're with us. We are live at Perfume Headquarters on the West Bank at 2034 Woodmere. That's just off Lapalco behind Ford of Harvey. A lot to get to today, including Scoot's annual Twas the Night Before Christmas 2023. We do this every year. We're going to do it again this year. We're going to do that uh, coming up in just a few minutes, and then we'll do it again in the 3 o'clock hour. Um, listen, I, I hope you're planning on just a great weekend. Uh, right now, you need to cr- reach over there and crank it up. Crank it up because this is what you have been working for. And we're going to spend just a little time talking about the Saints. And I mean a little time talking about the Saints because I don't want us to uh, get bummed out on this uh, holiday weekend. Now, a couple of things. Uh, Once again, you know, Mayor Cantrell has proven that she just doesn't hire the right people. Another member of her staff has been suspended from practicing law for a year. He admitted to wrongdoing. He admitted to mishandling clients' funds. And guess what? He's still working for Cantrell in the city. I mean, I just, I don't, I don't get it. I, I don't understand why she has such a difficult time hiring honest people. This is not the first time. However, I do have some good news. When Cantrell goes on these overseas trips, what do I always talk about? I always say that if Mayor Cantrell's going to go on these trips representing the city of New Orleans, and if she's going there because it's her job as mayor of New Orleans to go there, then it seems like she owes it to us to let us know what happened. Let us know what she learned from the trip that benefits you and me and the citizens of New Orleans and the people who work and, and play in New Orleans. I haven't noticed this before, and if I missed it, it's on me. But yesterday, from the mayor's office for the city of New Orleans, I received Mayor Cantrell's United Nations Climate Change Conference recap. It is a recap of what Mayor Cantrell did, and I'm assuming this is the trip in Dubai. And it just it shows pictures of her. It talks about their different categories, and it talks about what she did. This is good. If you're going to take these trips the least you can do is tell us how we, the city of New Orleans, benefits from these trips. So I applaud Mayor Cantrell for issuing Mayor Cantrell's recap on the United Nations Climate Change Conference. That is a good thing. As far as her um, employees are concerned, uh, you know, it just it, it seems like she's had a tendency to hire people who are less than less than um, above board. Not all of them, but obviously uh, some of them. All right, I'm Scoot on the air. Really glad you're with us. Um, Ian is off, and Coleman is our studio producer back at the studio. Coleman, good afternoon. How are you doing, Scoot? 
I'm good. I'm good. It's you know, it's a, it's it's look. If if uh, normal Fridays seem like they're fun, this is even more fun heading into Christmas weekend because for so many it's a, a long holiday weekend, and I can I can tell by 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 traffic that a lot of people took the day off, and I don't know whether you've noticed this. I've, I've talked about this before, but I've noticed that when when people are are, are taking off work and everybody's in a different traffic pattern. It's it's different from their daily traffic pattern, man. You got to really watch out for traffic because people don't really know where they're going all the time, and they can you know just pull over in front of you and and just really pay very close attention to uh, to, to traffic today and, and and tomorrow because people are outside of their normal uh, traffic routines. Yeah, that's right. You had to navigate through some rough traffic to get to the uh, Perfume headquarters today, didn't you? I did. Right. I, I, no, honestly, I did. I mean, I, I had to go through. Uh, well, it wasn't really a war zone, but it was. Uh, there was a, some. There was some traffic out there, and you know, a- again, people don't always seem to know exactly uh, where they're going. Um, so we have uh, some great bumper music planned for today. Um, just a, most of it is, is Christmas music um, as we get ready for for Christmas on Monday. And um, I've got "Twas the Night Before Christmas," uh, the 2023 version, uh, coming up here in just a few minutes. And let's go ahead and get this out of the way now. Um, I was really disappointed in the Saints um, last night. And after the game, I think it was Derek Carr who said, well, we can only control what we have control over. And he's talking about the next two games. Well, I'm thinking that that was the same thing that they were saying going into the Rams game. We can only control what we can control. What bothers me is that the Saints showed such brilliance during the game, but they got so far behind it wasn't enough to, to, to come back. I mean, you watched the game last night. How did you feel, Coleman? Well, after the third quarter, I kind of just tuned out. I saw where I was going after that. And I have to give it – I have. It, we lost, all right, but they did fight throughout all four quarters. They did try to come back. They didn't let the score and the difference, they, they didn't let that stop them from at least attempting to make a comeback. And they got to, they, they did get into winning distance to where they can yep. you know, tie the score up, maybe get another two point conversion. Yep. I like the fact that they did show a lot of bravado. I know it was probably bad coaching, but I like the idea of them, you know, taking a chance at fourth downs or taking a chance on a two-part. They were taking more risks. And even though they may have been bad decisions coaching-wise, I still like the idea that they were willing to take risks. Yeah, I, I like that too. I mean, I, I think it was a fourth and a five situation. I, I kind of, um, I was kind of uneasy about that, but I thought, you know, what the hell? You know, the defense has been playing, you know, pretty well. But, you know, again, once again, there were like, um, there were so many missed tackles. There, there were like players are just like, you know, hitting somebody but not really tackling them. But then, you know, last night I saw the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew. Man, he was hitting people. I mean, I haven't seen this all season. Maybe I've missed it, but, I mean, he was hitting people. He was tackling people last night. And when I went on uh, my Facebook page last night after the game, I, I, I wondered, is he, is he um, you know, playing well because he's uh, fighting for a new contract extension? I don't know, but Tyran Matthew was in the game last night, so I, I, I give him credit for that. Um, some, some great passes, um, you know, a few drop passes, and, and uh, you know, the Saints just got behind, and you're not going to get behind. Uh, on the road with a team like the Rams and, and really expect to win. So I was disappointed, but I'm not totally discouraged. And as uh, Derek Carr says, they do have their, um, their, their fate under their control. If they win the next two games, there's a good chance that they're in it. They've got to beat Tampa Bay 
and let's let's hope Tampa Bay loses this weekend, and they've got to beat the Falcons in the final uh, game. But both of these teams have already beaten the Saints, so let's hope they do better. I, look, I feel I feel good about the Saints against Tampa Bay, and I feel good about the Saints against the Falcons. But let's see how all of this plays out. All right, so let's hear from um, from Dennis Allen right after the game. Here's what Dennis Allen had to say about the Saints' loss to the Rams. You know, I don't think we played the way we needed to play either. I thought there was too many times where um, we talked a lot about, you know, eye candy, you know, early in the week, and I thought um, I thought it affected us on some plays. So um, we certainly have to be better. I got to do a better job with those guys. Yeah, you know, he seems again very calm, and I guess that's you know that's his uh, that's his style. Um, Dennis Allen also had this to say following the loss. We lost on the road to a good team, um, and now we got to go re- regroup and, and get ready for Tampa Bay. But that's what he says every week. You know, it's the same same pattern. Well, we just have to regroup. We we lost. We have to regroup. What does regrouping mean? You know, we're just not seeing any real changes when it comes to regrouping, and it's just it's disappointing because the Saints. The Saints had the ability to win, and they showed that during the game. I mean, there was a point during the game where they were sharp, and they were coming back, and Derek Carr was sharp, and the receivers were sharp, and, 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 and the tackles were being made. So if they have the ability to do that, why can't they do that the entire game? That's the part that confuses me. All right, here's one more comment from Dennis Allen after the game last night. You know, we got two divisional games left to play, and so um – you know, our focus is going to be on trying to win those two divisional games, and then we'll let everything play out from there. Yeah, okay. Um, hey, let's hope it all, it all works out. I, I'm, you know, I'm not, going to lose, uh, I'm not going to lose faith. I'm still hoping that it turns out okay. If you want to join us with a comment this afternoon, the Open Heart Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. 504-260-1870. Uh, let's see, what else do we... Um, I, so much to get to uh, this afternoon. Let me just add something else in about this this controversy. And I'm, I, I, I wrote a blog uh, yesterday, and it's posted on our website, WWL.com. And it's uh, a conversation about Dick Clark's New Year's Eve show, Leaving New Orleans for Vegas. And I had a great conversation with the president and CEO of New Orleans and Company, Walt Lachey, yesterday. And he um, acknowledged that what I had to say about crime is a valid issue in New Orleans. Well, after the show yesterday, because it seems like there is just this, this acceptance that the only reason Dick Clark is leaving is for financial reasons. Well, I had a source again tell me that a couple of the production members of Dick Clark's staff, their cars were broken into downtown last year they don't want to come back they don't feel safe in new orleans that is a factor and what i've said from our sources is it's a factor now walt lachey may not have been involved in every conversation that, that took place but the fact that cars are broken into this is something that you know mayor cantrell in the city has just kind of let this happen I mean, I don't know how you stop it, but, you know, there's got to be more that can be done. But people's cars getting broken into and and things like this, people don't want to, if that happens to a tourist, they don't want to come back to New Orleans. And that has happened a lot. And it was happening a lot last year. 
So anyway, that blog is on our website, www.com. All right, if you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. We've got a lot of uh, fun bumper music planned for today. And a little bit later, we're going to play... um, we're going to play a heavy metal Christmas from Twisted Sister. A heavy metal Christmas from Twisted Sister. It's an annual thing we do on the show. And honestly, it's, um, it's fun. It's a rock version of the 12 days of, of Christmas. And then we've got to play this song today by Darlene Love. Christmas, baby, please come home. It is such a classic. We also have another classic, Christmas in Hollis by Run DMC. So all of that and more coming up. Twice the night before Christmas coming up next. I'm Scoot on the air, live from Perfume Headquarters on WWL. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Play this song for somebody, and, uh, you know, here we are once again playing it for the Saints. Um, Hopefully this is the last time we play this for the Saints this year. All right, uh, coming up, we'll talk to, to Roger here at uh, Perfume Headquarters, and he's going to tell you about just some of the, the great deals. But, you know, if you're, if you're wandering around this afternoon or if you've got things to do, maybe you haven't even thought about it, cologne and perfume make really great gifts for anybody. And what I love about cologne and perfume as a gift is that anytime somebody puts that on, they're going to think of you. Anytime somebody gets complimented on their cologne or perfume or the way they smell, they're going to think about you. And there is no better place to get cologne or perfume than Perfume Headquarters. It's on the West Bank. It's out of the way for some of you. But even for those of you listening out of town, streaming the show in in other cities, if you go to the perfumeheadquarters.com website, you're going to get the deals that everybody's getting right here. And if you use the promo code SCOOT, you get an additional 5% off. But let me remind you that the prices were already up to 40 to 50% off, and Roger is working on some specials right now, which we're going to tell you about in just a few minutes. And again, while the supply lasts, uh, I've, got a, I've got a few uh, Scoot on the Air tuned-in T-shirts to give away. We're going to do a couple of uh, trivial per Scoot questions and give away uh, a couple of um, coffee mugs. So that'll be coming up. It is a tradition. I do it, uh, I do it every year. Um, I do it regardless of who's in the White House. I... I did it when Trump was in the White House. I've done it when Joe Biden has been in the White House. And it's, a, it's an annual tradition. And it is the scoot on the air towards the night before Christmas, 2023. Twas the night before Christmas and all through the White House. Not a creature was stirring, not even a mouse. The stockings were hung by the chimney with care in hopes that Joe's border policy would not create a scare. Hunter was nestled all snug in his bed as visions of hookers danced in his head. And Jill in her kerchief and Joe in his cap, the president remained in a continuous nap. 
When out on the south lawn there arose such a clatter, Joe sprang from his bed to see what was the matter. Away to the window he flew in a flash, jumping over a box of Hunter's drug stash. The moon on the breast of the new fallen snow gave the luster of illegals with nowhere to go. When what to Joe's wondering eyes did appear, but the Fox News hosts he had come to fear. With all the hosts so lively and quick, Joe knew the Democrats no longer wanted him as their pick. More rapid than spreading the lies, they all came, and Joe whistled and shouted and called them by name. Now Ducey, now Waters, now Ingram and Hannity. They bashed the president, calling his policies total insanity. To the top of the porch, to the top of the White House wall, they pointed out that Joe's approval rating continued to fall. So up to the White House, the questions they flew. With the border crisis looming, Joe didn't know what to do. And then in a twinkling, I heard Joe say, we'll open the borders and hire immigrants by the day. Joe dressed to impress from his head to his feet, and his blunders gave the media reasons to tweet. A bundle of bills he hoped Republicans backed, but he knew their support was something he lacked. Joe's eyes, how they twinkled, hidden behind his aviator glasses, he wished he had the strength to kick some Republican asses. Joe's droll little mouth was drawn up like a bow, and the hair on his head was as white as the snow. He was, a, he was lean and tall, a right jolly old elf, and Joe continued to lie in spite of himself. A wink of his eye and a twist of his head soon let reporters know he wasn't really dead. Joe spoke many words and went straight to work. The MAGA supporters laughed and thought he was a jerk. And making the gestures that he was all done, the Fox reporters continued making fun. Joe sprang to his feet, to his team, gave a whistle, ignoring his age made the party just bristle. But I heard him exclaim as he jogged out of sight, Merry Christmas to all, and to hell with the right. That is the Towards the Night Before Christmas uh, 2023. We'll uh, repeat that in the uh, 3 o'clock hour. I'm Scoot on the air. We are live from Perfume Headquarters. Uh, glad you're with us. I mean, does anybody really want to talk about the Saints? I, I have a couple of questions. Why don't the Saints use Jimmy, Jimmy Graham more? It seems like he's kind of proven himself when he's in there. Why don't they use him more? Um, why don't the Saints try putting Taysom Hill in for more than one play at a time? I mean, wouldn't it be kind of crazy to leave him in for like a whole series and once in a while just confuse the hell out of the other team? The other team knows. One play in, one play out. What if we confuse the other team and let him play several plays in a row? I don't know. Maybe I'm missing something here. Maybe this is why I'm not a coach. I'm just an avid fan and disappointed when the Saints lose. Why can the Saints show precision for only part of the game and not show it for the whole part of the game? If you'd like to join us, we are live at Perfume Headquarters and the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. Roger's going to join us in just a couple of minutes and uh, we'll have some of the great uh, specials for you coming up. Uh, let's go to, uh, to Coleman and uh, check on some, uh, some of our um, uh, text messages. Coleman? All right, this text says, wait, where did it go? Oh, there it is. Uh, Scoot, ask the Saints why they don't use Jimmy Graham more last night. I think you just asked that. Yeah, I just asked. I mean, I think that's a great question. Why? I, why? I, you know, um, he seems to do well when he's when he's in the game, and he he he, he seems to be a, a nice 
um, emotional influence in the game. So I, I don't understand this. I mean, these are decisions that fans just don't don't understand. And I think they're legitimate questions. All right, this text says, Scoot, once again, the officials seem to be against the Saints. There were a couple questionable calls that helped the Rams. You know, there were, uh, and, and we, we expected the officials, the officials to be against the Saints in L.A. against the Rams. I mean, look, whether this is, is a conspiracy or if it's just something that kind of is uh, spoken on the down low, the NFL wants the Rams in the Super Bowl more than the Saints because of market size. It is not fair to us because we are still part of the NFL. But I think that is just a... Uh, it's not a fact, but it certainly, uh, it, it, there's reason to believe that that's, that's the case. They want more attention, and they want the bigger teams from the bigger markets in. L.A. is the number two market in the, in the country. So they would rather L.A. than the Saints um, get in. It's just a matter of, uh, of, of, of revenue and, and, and attention. All right. This text says, can I get a transcript of that Christmas poem? Uh yeah, if 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 you uh, if you send me an email, I'll make sure you get that. I tell you, what, I tell you what we're gonna do. I will get um, uh, Jordan Fiegel is uh, is producer of the show while Ian's off. I'm gonna get Jordan to uh, post that on. I'll, I'll make that the blog for today. So that's gonna be eventually posted on the. Uh, the website. And look, and for those of you who are um, Biden supporters, you know, I've done Twas the Night Before Christmas about uh, about Trump. And it was, um, you know, interesting, too. So, you know, I don't really care. I just take advantage of the moment. It's Christmas time. Twas the Night Before Christmas and all through the White House. I don't care who's in the White House. I'll write a, a Twas the Night Before Christmas about it. So, yeah, we'll get that on the website a little bit later. All right. This text says, wait, where to go? <laughs> I know how that goes, Coleman, because, I mean, really, they come in so fast sometimes that they, you're, you're locked in on one and they, ah. they jump around. Yeah, here it is. Scoot, maybe Santa will bring the Saints receiver some sticky gloves to help them get a good grip on the ball. I know. And, you know, when Chris Olave kind of fumbles the ball, I mean, he's such a great receiver. I mean, he's human. It's going to happen. But, you know, these things seem to happen at just the worst possible times. And, and you know, nobody's, nobody's perfect and we all make mistakes. Um, but, you know, in clutch situations, man, receivers don't let that ball go and they snag that ball out of the air. I see it with other teams. Sometimes I see it with, with our team. And, man, that pass, that long pass from, uh, from Derek Carr to um, Rashid Shahid, that was, that was phenomenal. I mean, it was perfect. And it just seems like they have the ability to do it if they really want to. Okay, let's go to uh, Irvin. Uh, Irvin, good afternoon and uh, Merry Christmas. Hey, Scoot. Merry Christmas to you. Thank you. Uh, I miss shopping on Canal Street, and I miss the Centennial Home decorations on Canal that used to be down by St. Anthony. But yeah, you know, if we got a lot. I, I, I was on Canal Street um, yesterday. I mean, Canal Bull. Yeah, no, it was Canal Street. I was on Canal Street yesterday. And I pass by a house that I think is that house, and it is decorated. But I remember, you know, years ago, that was like a, a family excursion to, to go down there. My, my dad put us all on the station wagon, you know, with the fake wood paddling on the side. And, you know, we all went down there and, and saw that. And there were concessions out there. And I remember one year, a guy was selling flying squirrels. 
and I bought a flying squirrel. And so, you know, I have great memories of that. So, uh, but I, I, I think that same house is, is decorated again this year. Well, that was a precursor to Al Copeland, what he did out in Metairie. It was. Uh, but, it was. But we all enjoyed it. But look, I have a, a, a several things that we need to be thankful for. First okay. of all, prior to 66, 67, we did not have the New Orleans Saints. And so we didn't have a pro team to, to bash or cheer for. We had the Jazz for a while, but then Mr. Benson, the Jazz went off to Utah. But Mr. Benson brought us the Hornets, and now they're the Pelicans. So now we have a professional basketball and football team, which is good. Third, you know, we missed, uh, the mayor is out in the open now, but there was a time where a lot of decisions in New Orleans and other cities were made in smoke-filled rooms with closed doors that we didn't even know about. And now with the media out there, these things are exposed. So that's a good thing. Yeah, I was going to ask you, do you think that's a a good thing or a bad thing? I think it makes us, you know, more negative about things. But Lord knows what went on behind closed doors uh, before the media, before the transparency that we have now. I I agree with you, Irvin. I I think that's a positive. Thank you for coming by. Thank you. Oh, you. Oh, cool. Well, maybe we'll do it again. Um. Merry Christmas. And, all right. Well, cool. Thanks. Okay. Anyway, Irvin, I'm sorry. I'm just talking to a customer here at Perfume no Course. I'm just going to continue for a minute here. Again, okay. with all of our problems, remember New Orleans was continually uh, bombarded with the yellow fever. Uh, we had polio, measles, mumps. All these things have been mostly eradicated through science. So I want people in New Orleans to know that they were the good old days to a degree. But there's a lot of things that went on back then that we don't have to deal with now. Uh, I think it's a good good point. uh, The streets were were filled with sewage before the sewage and water border, and it just drained out to the Mississippi River. And so, yeah, we got problems with sewage and we have problems with drainage. But again, I've heard stories in the old days where, you know what, was just in the the gutters and it would wait for a hard rain to flush it to the river. Uh, The last thing I I was going to say. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, the last thing I was, I was going to say is uh, we all remember New Orleans in the 60s and the 70s with, with segregation. Schools, yes. water fountains, restaurants, and all that's been uh, alleviated. So I want to wish you good cheer that things are, are better. You know, the good old days were good, but not as good as we thought they were. Have a Merry Christmas, sir. Have a Merry Christmas. I, I love your positive attitude. And in terms of being positive about, okay, well, we, we have the Saints here. We have the Pelicans here. You know, things are, are better in a lot of ways. The only thing that I caution about with that is let's not be complacent. Let's not be complacent with just having a football team, although that's great. Let's, as fans, let's put the typical type of fan pressure on the team to be as good as it can be. You know, as fans, we have the power. And I think the Saints were just really, um, I think they were somewhat surprised by all the Detroit Lions fans that were in the, in the Dome for that game. And a lot of Saints fans had given up on the Saints, and they were selling their tickets, and it meant a lot more of the opposing fans in the, in the Dome. A worst-case scenario is that people don't buy tickets like they're buying tickets now. So, yes, it's okay for us to be happy that we have the Saints and the Pelicans, but there's nothing wrong with fans expecting their team to be as good as it can be and to play with passion. 
All right, if you want to join us with a comment, the Okinawa Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. This is the Vince Vance, All I Want for Christmas is You. And I love people when they say, oh, I like the Vince Vance version better than Mariah Carey's. No, they're two completely different songs. I mean, there's nothing identical about them except the title. Two completely different songs under the same title. But, I mean, this might be your favorite. And it's a, it's a great one. And for us, it's a, it's a classic. I'm Scoot on the air, live from Perfume Headquarters. And we'll be right back with some uh, great deals coming up on WWL. Hey, man, thank you for coming by. Hey, this is Cheap Trick. Uh, you know, they did that song, I Want You to Want Me. Now it's I, I Want You for, for Christmas. On the Scoot on the Air Rock Culture calendar today, we wish happy birthday to uh, lead guitarist of Cheap Trick, Rick Nielsen. Rick Nielsen, 75 years old today. And I'll tell you, if you get a chance to see Cheap Trick, you know, if they show up at uh, 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 one of the casinos somewhere, you go see them because they are still awesome. And Robin Zanders can still hit the high notes. I'm Scoot, and we are live at Perfume Headquarters. Look, if you need a, a Christmas gift, this is the place to, to, to get it. And you're going to save a lot of money. And cologne and perfume are really nice gifts. And they have really nice gift sets uh, that are very impressive for cologne and for uh, for perfumes as well. So if you do want to join us with a comment, uh, the Oakland Heart Jewelers talk and text line is 504-260-1870. Um, Coleman's going to have uh, some more of your text messages coming up. Um, I, I don't want to, you know, just belabor it uh, too much, but, uh, you know, the the loss last night was, uh, was dis- disappointing. And, and there was, like, so much positive about the game. But... But I guess many fans just just want to know why the Saints can't keep up the consistency. Is it a, is it a lack of focus? I mean, I, I don't have the answer to that question. Um, Pete Warner was a, a factor. And I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I've been hard on uh, the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, all season. Because it doesn't seem like he's a, a playmaker. Last night, Tyron Matthew was in there hitting people. And so I want to give him credit for that. And if you were watching the game on television, and if you, if you happen to see uh, the, the commercial with Lenny Kravitz, there was a commercial with Lenny Kravitz in it for an Yves Saint Laurent cologne. You can find that cologne here at, uh, at Perfume Headquarters. It was a really cool commercial, but, you know, if you go to Macy's or Dillard's, you're going to pay a lot more. Perfume Headquarters is, um, I mean, it's, it's worth the drive for those of you who have to drive. You could also go to the website, perfumeheadquarters.com. Um, and it's the Friday before Christmas, heading into Christmas weekend, so this is a, a place to get some of your Christmas shopping out of the way. Um, we have a, a phone call, uh, Coleman? Okay, let's go to Frank in Long Island. Hey, Frank, how are you? All right. Merry Christmas, buddy. Merry Christmas. I know we're, we're going to pound on the same two things, but I got a third thing. Besides not playing Taysen Hill enough and besides not tackling by the legs. Okay. Uh, you you call, you called it again. I'm screaming at the TV at the sports bar. Throw a long pass other than four or five yards. He yeah. did. The Rams didn't think he was going to do it. He was wide open, that beautiful play. And then what about yep. the next? doesn't do it. I honestly believe maybe Carr has a tee time set up uh, the week after regular season on, on the golf course. Like he doesn't you know, want to win. What? I don't. I don't know. I, no, me? you know that. I know you're saying that in, in jest, but but it, 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 it just it, but it seems like it seems like there's no killer instinct, you know. And, you and when when Derek Carr says after the game, well, we all we can do is control what we can control. Well, they were saying that going into the Rams game, you you can control that, 
and it's like they controlled it for part of the game, but not the whole game. And look, the Rams are a good team. And the Saints were on the road. It was a little harder on the Saints because they had a short week, but they had to travel. So that was a little bit of a disadvantage for the Saints. But they showed that they could do it. And they, in, in some ways, they came so close. I mean, they roared back. And they came within eight of, of, of beating the Rams. So, you know, that's what's discouraging. Um, that's what's discouraging about it. And then, you know, you got to tackle. You know, you can't just hit a guy and expect them to go down because a lot of these runners are like, they're big and they're not going down. All right, Frank, I appreciate the call. If uh, you want to join us with your comment, uh, the Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. All right, if you, um, if you missed it earlier, we will repeat uh, this year's edition of the Scoot on the Air, Twas the Night Before Christmas 2023. We're going to do that uh, at about 310 this afternoon. All right, we're coming back with more. Here's a Christmas classic on WWL. Hey, a really sad day on the Scoot on the Air rock culture calendar. It was on this day in 2002 that Joe Strummer of The Clash died of a heart attack. He was only 50 years old. And, you know, when, whenever I hear about this, I always, I always wonder about uh, whether or not drugs had um, a role in their deaths. Because uh, a lot of these guys, man, they, they did serious drugs. And, and you know, it really uh, takes its toll on your heart. Alcohol and drugs can, can kill you. Now, if you do alcohol in moderation, that's, um, that's fine. And I heard in the news uh, yesterday something about some place was going to offer um, legislation. Some, some state was going to offer legislation for the recreational use of cocaine. <laughs> like what? There's some kind of, what, you're using it for what else? This is, is, it, is it curing anything? I know it was used in medicine a long time ago. It was kind of a, a, a numbing agent, but, I, you know, I just thought that was kind of funny. Recreational use of of cocaine. I didn't know there was any other kind. All right, so um, a lot more still to come, and we'll continue to talk about the great specials here at Perfume Headquarters. And you know, if you want to join us with a comment about anything we talk about, or if you want to talk about the Saints, um, I don't want to, you know, beat that up all day because they lost. It's disappointing, but we're going into just a, a great weekend, Christmas weekend, and it's just crazy out there. We can also talk about some of the worst mistakes men and women make when it comes to giving gifts. Can you think of something? We'll talk about that when we come back. The Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line is 504-260-1870. I'm Scoot on the air from Perfume Headquarters, and we'll be back on WWL. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 